0: I'm your host, Nate Webb, let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Guys, I am so excited for today's episode. I'm going to be speaking with another bullying advocate. Her name is Amber Robbins, and she's built an amazing company called Stand and Cheer Co. She is so amazing, guys. We are going to be talking about her mission and how she ended up in this amazing space and how we can be amazing upstanders and help stop bullying. You guys are going to love this episode, but first, you got to pay the bills. Is your child interested in a smartphone and nagging you all the time because everyone else has one? Well, check out the pinwheel phone and the Gab wireless phone. These are both amazing alternatives to smartphones. Gab phones are dumb phones in smartphone body. Talk and text, and that's it. You can control exactly who they message and who they call, if they can send pictures, and they don't have to worry about the dangers of the internet and social media. The Pinwheel Phone is an amazing transition phone that gives your kids a few more options and responsibilities and help them learn more about using a phone responsibly. It comes with a parent portal so you can always know what's going on on your kid's device at all times. Links to both of those phones are in the podcast description that gives you a good count one more ad and then we'll get on with the podcast all right everybody we are back guys i am so pumped for today my guest here today is amazing an accidental resilience researcher and cheerleader to all amber robbins has a passion for strengthening families and teens after her own family began to face intense bullying and aggression she went back to grad school to earn med in school counseling in an effort to help other children and teens who face the same challenges Little did she realize when she began her educational pursuits, her family would continue to face bullying in all its dark forms. These impactful experiences gave Amber the insight that we can and should do much more to assist targets of bullying. So she created Stand and Cheer Co. and Stand Academy to accomplish just that. So thank you, Amber, for coming on the show.
1: Well, thanks, Nate. I'm excited to be here.
0: Absolutely. So where are you coming at us from? You're also in Utah, right?
1: So, yep, I am in the Salt Lake City, Utah area.
0: Okay, gotcha. I'm in Tooele, so not too far okay. away. Not too far away. Um, so, I absolutely love what you're doing as a bully advocate and how many people you're helping. So, how did you end up in this space? What is what is your story? You know, Let's hear it. it.
1: It is really a bizarre story. It is one that when I started going into school for this, I did not realize that my family would face this as long as we did. So interestingly enough, as a young child, I was never bullied. I was a straight A student. I was kind of nerd, but I had a lot of friends and I never faced bullying ever. And as an adult, I, interestingly enough, this situation started with an adult woman who started bullying me and got her entire family involved in bullying my children and then it turned into her extended family of adults we're talking stalking harassment aggression you name it it is on it it will it's in the process of being a book it is that bizarre and it really opened my eyes as someone who never faced this as a child who very much faced every aspect of this as an adult To the fact that we are not taking this seriously as adults, as we should, and a lot of adults, you know, I think. Because I didn't have a perspective of this when I was a young child either, but you know they say oh well it's kind of like when we were kids and you just stay away from the. The back of the schoolyard and you ignore the bullies and it's it's so different than that and what I try to liken it to adults as imagine your worst day as a junior high student or a high school student your worst day ever. And then imagine social media and cameras involved in whatever that was. Yeah, That's just yeah. a small percentage of what our children and teens face today. And so not just with bad days, but with bullying, you have cyber, you have, you know, the online presence adds so much to this, the adult's. Do not have any perspective.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, when I mean, I mean, when 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 some kids were in school, like, you know, they they didn't get invited up, but they didn't know about it. And then when they go home, they went home. And you know, kids nowadays they take their bullies home with them in their back pocket, and it's a constant barrage. They don't get a break. They don't. And people don't realize that,
1: which is true. And so, what's really interesting in our our situation is we dealt with it from people who were they lived by us and after about six months of this crazy situation we were like we're done we're moving and we got a po box we didn't tell our children we were moving because these these bullies would follow us in our cars and we didn't want them to find out where we so were these moving. are
0: full-grown adults this
1: was scary yes um we i got a new license plate on my car this woman had tried to hit me head on in my car multiple times and i'm telling you this is bizarre it and w- the laws did they have any changed
0: like what, what did they what were their reasoning was it racial so, driven know, was as
1: it? crazy as this sounds this woman was doing this to people in our community she was very aggressive very cliquish uh, would do all these exclusive parties and then post about it on facebook and i was friends with this group of women and there were people that came to me and just said, this is really hurting our feelings. And these women are really mean. And, and so after one particular event that was adult women, that this was this, her behavior was very blatant and very mean. I called her aside and kind of said, you know what, this is not okay. I don't feel comfortable. We cannot be friends. You can do your thing. I'll do mine, but this isn't okay anymore. And she she, she showed out. up later. She did. She showed up later at my house that night, sending me random texts back and forth about how much she hated me, and then barged in my house a few days later, swinging her fists and screaming. Really? And, and I'm not going to get it, but that's how it started. And literally, that's how it's been. It went on for five and a half years. And I'm telling you, the laws need to be changed because the, the courts consider these social issues. So I'm in this as an adult full on knowing we're changing laws, we need to address this different as adults, we need to I call it the adult in authority. So ours was in a a religious setting, which is why it took so long to get out of because we kept being told, we know they have issues, just ignore it, just be nice which is not what I would ever tell anyone because I've, (laughs) because I've lived this.
0: Oh man, only in Utah. No. And only
1: in Utah. But so I call it the adult in authority because it doesn't matter if it's in a school. It doesn't matter if it's on a soccer team. It doesn't matter if it's in a religious realm. Uh If you are the adult in authority, it is your responsibility to take action on this. And that's my biggest piece of education for all adults
0: oh my gosh yes so you got a couple of different programs that you offer and they all involve Stan so like how did how how did cheer that Stan and cheer co come to existence um
1: through a lot of hard (laughs) these are lessons again it's been very interesting as an adult who never faced this as a child to have had this program built line upon line based on an adult perspective and my heart breaks because i think my family you know my kids face this too but as an adult i faced this and i have seen all of the systems that are broken in regards to what we are not doing right and so having walked a very rickety bridge myself i am determined to go back and rebuild this bridge for these kids because it is a horrible situation. So, Stand and Cheer Company is the name of, of my overarching company. And the tagline for it is stand up, speak out, and cheer along. And those are the three key components that my family learned are really. It's the solution for mm. bullying. It really is. We lived, I told you, in a community for about six months and dealt with this. And we were finally like, after being told, just ignore it and it will go away. We finally moved. And we went from total lack of upstanders in every way we begged for help there to moving into a different community of leaders, friends adults in authority, peers, um, teachers of, you know, that were new teachers at my kid's school. We went from total lack of upstanders and we struggled to this community that supported us, believed us, trusted us, and literally stood by our sides throughout this whole bizarre situation. And it changed our lives. Not only did it change our lives and our perspective on this but it helped us get out of this situation and that is what it takes for these kids it's not just you know peers being upstanders and helping them it starts with the adult in authority and how much they buy into this you know i've got Mm -hmm. to take action is really what drips down into who they're over
0: Amen. And you talk about upstander. As I was coming through your stuff, I saw a really cool video video about the upstander pledge um and all that stuff. What is what what is this upstander term you keep talking about?
1: You know, so upstander actually, I think it's kind of a buzzword in society and some people are like is that a real word? And it is and it is such a powerful word. So it was actually Even
0: if you made it up, I still love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish I did. I cannot take credit. It was coined. Um, in fact, if you look on, there's a website that, from what I've lived through, besides my own website that I'm still adding to, there is a w- website called stopbullying.gov. And I'm sure you're yes, very it's familiar a government, with that. Yeah, it's a
0: government site. It, yeah, is.
1: Yeah. it is. And I've researched them all. I have researched this for five and a half years. And there's it's a the lot best. of good stuff out there that is the best one from yeah. an adult who's lived Amen. through this to say yep so yes but that 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 upstander term is coined on there and it is if you look it up on the dictionary An upstander is someone that is not a bystander. So a bystander is someone who witnesses bullying or witnesses something that goes on and and they literally stand by, right? They're there, they're a warm body. And even if they don't agree with it, they just keep quiet and, and sit there and they are bystanding. Yes. An upstander on the flip side is someone who stands up. And what I try to educate children and teens on is, It's great if you physically stand up and take action and say, whoa, this is not okay. And that's the best way to do it. However, there are some scary situations that occur in our schools and in our communities. And so my first caveat to that is if someone wants to take action and stand up, but if they feel physically unsafe to do so, and I've lived some of these situations, so I am a hundred percent in agreement of this, don't stand up in the way that you're physically stopping and confronting the bully. However, there are so many other ways to be an upstander if you don't feel comfortable taking action in the moment. And we can talk about some of those. They are all equally important, but truly being an upstander is You know, when I teach children, I teach it kind of as like a superpower because it is, you know, it's like they want to be superheroes. And it really, that's what it allows these kids to do. When I speak with teens, every teen wants to be a social media influencer, right? Like as a school counselor. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's like, I want to be a YouTuber,
0: (laughs) but I know nothing about business. I'm going to stream my Twitch and everyone's going to buy my
1: merch. And so really, I mean, that's the thing. They all, they all want to do it. And I say, good on you. That's great. But let's talk about a way that every single one of you can be an influencer. No social media required. You don't even have to have a social media account and you can be an influencer to people that need it by being an upstander and you'll change lives. Like you're not just selling jeans or product, or this is the way to do your hair, which is great way to be a social media right, influencer, right. but these teens can actually change lives. Like what yeah. kind of influence is that? Like it's life changing.
0: That is incredible. Um, Yeah. Just, I mean, speaking from my own experience, so like the bullying that I faced, it was when I was a kid um, that that's when it hit hard. And like, the the difference that it makes just having one person in your corner that's willing to stand up and say the right you know do the right thing say something um you know like most of the time it stops immediately when people are called out on them because most of the time most bullies except for sister loco and your guys's old ward Mm -hmm. um (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, most bullies are not heartless people. They feel bad when they get, when they, when they realize, when they're called out by someone else besides the person that they're harassing, they feel bad and they stop. Um, Yeah, holy moly. So,
1: which is true, but there's actually new research to that. So, you're right on that. And again, I'm a nerd because I researched this narcissism.
0: Yes. You know, yes. I did yes, not yes.
1: know that these people existed. My own bully, I have done so much research because I thought, who are these people? and they are nuts, but they have no empathy. And from the current research today, narcissism is increasing at the same rapid rate as obesity in our country. Now think about that, like there's been research. So you think of how they're saying, oh, we have this epidemic and we've got obesity is just skyrocketing. Narcissism is in that same projectile. Which does change a little bit some of these bullies because some of them, a lot of them today are not feeling that empathy, it is a power trip, and so that's where I'm really into not punishments, but we have to be giving consequences to these bullies because we know the three you know we talk about bullying all the time and i think kids sometimes get confused on what is oh he was mean to me i'm being bullied
0: no i'm always
1: really clear to say no no no. there are three legal according to stopbullying.gov right there's the three i call it a three-legged stool
0: yeah repeated behavior intent to harm and a power imbalance
1: exactly okay so it's this stool so if we're not knocking one of these legs off of these stools and rebuilding it in a nicer, better way, (laughs) these these bullies continue. And that power, if we are not, as the adult in authority calling them out and saying, whoa, 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 this is not okay. And here's a consequence. They're not changing behavior. So that's where it gets a little sticky, I think, is we're lacking that empathy. And that's part of what my programs Mm -hmm. that I've created deal with because I've seen this firsthand. And then as we work in schools, we see this a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Like, especially with the kids, a hundred percent of the bullies that I've met at school to try and help them, like, go through the things because every single one of them has stuff going through in life that is not going great that's why they bully is because they're trying to control something that isn't the crappy thing in their life which is some other poor kid at the high school and 100 percent of these kids they just aren't exposed to enough kindness in their lives and eventually they're like oh kindness doesn't suck look at that oh look it's better and eventually surely slowly but surely things get better and so you have this thing the stand academy where you help parents, adults, people who have kids going through or are going through themselves um, to try and help them to get through it and overcome and become like the upstanders and everything. Tell us a little bit about Stan Academy.
1: Yes. So it's actually in its final stages. I'm currently, I have a wait list going right now and it's almost releasing
0: guys. Get on it. Get on it. Really?
1: Like this is, this is 100% real life experience combined with research and and evidence-based practices, what I wouldn't have given to have had this information and been told to handle things the way, unfortunately, that I had to learn the hard way. And I have seen how devastating these behaviors can be when targeted to someone. So the main one I have is called Stand Academy. And I'm a little bit of a nerd and my brain thinks in acronyms (laughs) so this kind of came to me on the middle of the night as i was trying to figure out how to format this in a way that would help children and teens so stand is actually an acronym Yes. it's actually on my hat so stand s-t-a-n-d means stand tall and never defeated Mm -hmm. and my number one goal is helping and I don't call them victims of bullying and I'll talk about that a little bit later I call them targets of bullying yes but it's to help them get the bullying to stop and then what we find with these kids especially who have faced this for a long time is that it starts to eat away at their self-worth and at their confidence and it starts to impact their attendance in school and their high risk for dropout and just helping them to rebuild the great people that they are, and realizing that. And what we learned from my own family's experience is, my least favorite term is "bullyproofing," oh and, and I know that that's people. People get a little upset when I say that because that's out there all over. Oh yeah. But if you have someone in a fire, right? If you're in a burning house and someone looks at you and they start, you know, throwing you, oh, here's some fire retardant, and here's, you know, a sprinkle of water. Like we just need to fireproof you. While these kids are in this situation, it is not helping them. We have to put the fire out. So when we talk bully proofing, I'm, I step back and I say, well, I'm all about building resilience in children and teens. I've researched that for years. And that is a huge factor in helping them to cope with this and to be better upstanders and to come out from the other side of being bullied better
0: but that's Mm -mm. not the
1: solution to bullying.
0: No, 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 We are
1: re-victimizing these kids by looking at them and saying, well, we just need to bully-proof you. And I've heard school administrators use that as a solution when parents approach them about their child being bullied. And and that is not, that is from someone who has lived this, and I'm sure you can attest, (laughs) that is not the solution.
0: No, definitely not. (laughs) Um, Funny enough, so, (coughs) excuse me, it was, oh he didn't call himself bullyproofing. So there's this jujitsu club back east. Um, Gracie Gracie something anyway and their emphasis is on is on bullies and how to like de-escalate and stuff and it's funny because there's a bunch of these little kids that are learning jujitsu and there's a story about this it was a third a third grade boy and his first grade little sister and little sister is being pushed around by a bunch of big fifth graders. And they're taught in that school to be an upstander, A, go say, hey, stop, stop doing that. And if they refuse to stop and they are still hurting someone, then they're like, then if you know what you're doing, you may engage. So this little third grade boy goes up to these fifth grade boys shoving around their sister. And he's like, no, stop, stop. They're like, no, what you going to do about it? And they go to shove him and he locks them up in a double arm bar and just waits for a teacher to get there and the teacher's oh, like wow. what's happening he's like i'm holding him here until you intervene and, then- <laughs> 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 and i'm like adult in power what are yes. you doing um oh. <laughs> don't wait for don't wait for the bully victim to have to learn judo too, guys um <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah um so i i love what you said about not victimizing the bullies they're not bully, bully victims they're bully targets um because it, it gives, it gives them a little bit more power and confidence um, to know that they're not a victim. They're not weak. They are a target, but that doesn't mean they have to be the bully's puppet. Um, yes.
1: And what I love to tell both children and teens is you're being targeted for a reason. You have something that they don't have, whether they're
0: scared of,
1: yes. Whether they're in t- Intimidated by it or whether, you know, with girls relational aggression, which is what I faced a lot of is, is something that I didn't understand until now, but they are targets because either the bully feels insecure and needs to target this person to feel better, or they have something or a talent or a look or a skill or a grade, whatever it is, the target of the bullying has something great That the bully doesn't have and wants. And so it does. It changes the the tables a little bit and empowers these targets to not think, I must really suck because I'm being targeted, you know, and I'm being treated like this. Instead of, you know what, this bully is struggling and they're targeting me because I have good. Yes. And that's really what part of that Stand Academy is, because just to try to rebuild these kids up because it can break them down, you know, like it breaks these kids down.
0: Absolutely. Um, holy moly. So what's something that people can do to be an upstander if they're more timid and scared that something might happen to them?
1: Okay. And I am so glad you asked. So first I want to start with the, um, the statistic, because I know you already said what a big deal it makes and a difference when an upstander intervenes. So on that stop bullying, like
0: ninety percent of them all end in like ten seconds or something. It's
1: huge. It's close. So this is this is evidence based. This is not my opinion. I've lived this, so this is my lived experience. But the the research and the evidence shows according to the stopbullying.gov website is when bystanders to bullying intervene so when they take action the bullying stops within 10 seconds in 57% of Holy cases moly. so that's like a silver bullet yeah and and that's really and then i started researching because i thought this is huge like why are we not Why are teens and children not doing this? And so I dug in a little bit more to the research, and the research shows if children and teens see the efficacy of what they're doing, meaning if they see, wow, this does make a difference, and if they understand the power in it they will do it. So that's a big yeah. part of my mission with Stand and Cheer is to empower, it's not just to help withstand Academy, the targets mm. of bullying their families to help get it to stop and move forward. I want to build an army yes. of upstanders yes. and empower them and have them realize this is the statistic and what an influencer you can make in changing lives, like what better influence? Hey, these are great jeans to buy. Or you can literally save lives. So I'm on the Utah Suicide Prevention Coalition as well because of this huge impact that this whole experience- Because you're not
0: How busy enough as a counselor, life. so.
1: <laughs> but that's one thing that I think that we need to really understand. And and again, for adults, they don't realize bullying is different today than it used to be. And in the in the research in the past- they've been really hesitant to link bullying with suicide. Like they've been really careful to say, well, it's, it's not a direct correlation, it's a secondary because usually, you know, these kids that are bullied are, you know, and they think about suicide or take their lives already have, have anxiety or depression. And I've always known, this sounds silly in my heart with what I've lived, that's not true. Like that's outdated information. And so yeah. lo and behold, I kept waiting for it. Nate. I kept waiting for this. I was like, uh, I know this is not the statistic. So in November of 2021, just very recently, BYU, Brigham Young University in um, in a group partnership with Johns Hopkins and Harvard, they analyzed over a billion data points to determine an algorithm to predict with 91% accuracy suicidal behaviors and actions and thoughts and it was on ksl so anyone that's questioning this can look it up on um, ksl news 91 percent accuracy yes so Two we can't see causation but that's a so that's the good thing. correlation and, and okay. i've always known and i've been thinking okay someone's got to come out with the data so that i can talk about it because i know it's true i just have yeah. to have the data and when i saw it i was like this is it this is Gosh. the data i've been waiting for It is a direct correlation in two different ways. So it's both the online and the physical like aggression are direct correlations for suicide. We are not handling this the way we should. And we have to do better. Louder for those in the back. Direct correlation, (laughs) guys. Bullying and (laughs) online aggression, a.k.a. social media. Oh my gosh. And you're talking to an adult woman who faced this in person and online. I moved. I blocked my aggressor online. I was still, that was one of the biggest ways that this continued for me as an adult. I had to hire a cybersecurity expert. I had fake ICU accounts created to follow my accounts because this person was blocked. I blocked this person. This is a very bizarre story to which I saw you know what online is huge for these kids so even if they move with the online world these aggressions follow them and the thing that I'm seeing within school systems is you can move and then with how the school's emails are set up in a lot of ways they can still be contacted yeah I don't know if you're aware of that, but that when I realized that when my own family was facing this, I was floored and disappointed.
0: Man. So I guess it comes back to what can we do with the stats and everything? What can we do? Especially for those that are scared. There's a lot of people that are scared of retaliation and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How can we be good upstanders without trying to get in the middle of it?
1: Okay. So retaliation first off is the adult in authority, which is what my other education piece is. I'm really trying to work with adults in authority because they're the ones that have to put in place the fact that that retaliation doesn't happen. But yeah. if we're talking students, you know, children and teens, there are so many ways that they can get involved and be an upstander and not get in the middle of a fist fight or right. a conflict that right. way. So reporting is huge. Big time. Um, and the problem that we see is that, like, for example, for, for my situation, I had about 40 different people witness crazy things that happened to me, but very few went back and reported it. Mm-hmm. And if you have people that go back and build this file of, wow, this is a lot of stuff that's been going on, you help the target of bullying in a huge way. So it's not going, oh, I'm tattletelling, or, oh, I'm, you know, I shouldn't go behind their back and go report. Number one thing is if you witness something and you're scared to take action, you go to the adult in authority. And I use that word a lot because it's, if it's a soccer team, it's your coach. If it's a school, it's an administrator, right? It's whoever the adult in authority is, go make a detailed report that will help the target in huge ways.
0: And something um, that the schools have, if kids are scared of reporting, we have Safe UT here yes. in Utah, where you can anonymously report things, so you don't have to be afraid of your identity getting out and things making worse for you. You can make detailed reports without having your name in there. It's
1: awesome. That's that's a very good point, and um, yeah, it can be anonymous. But make that report. Make that report. Um, checking in on the target after the fact is huge. And you may not think it is. And I see you nodding. That's going to help prevent suicides. guys. Yeah. That is again, you want to be an influencer teens. This is how you influence and it's changing lives. It's changing lives. I've lived this from under, like I said, one day you can read my book and you can be like, what did this lady face? I lived this. Yeah. It is huge to have people come back in and say, you know what? I'm just thinking about you. How are you doing? Send a text, send, there's all these great songs, you know, teens have awesome playlists. There are so many empowering songs, send them a text with this great empowering song. That's, Hey, I'm just thinking about you today. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Invite them to lunch, invite them to sit by you, um, listen to them, but but yes, influence, like be an influencer. And you don't need social media to no. do it. No,
0: you do not. And kids that are listening, you don't need social media. Period. Dot, the end. Yes. Um, oh my gosh, Amber, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for everything. Um, people who are listening, find a way to be an upstander in your communities. If you see something, say something, report it. Talk to the people that's getting picked on. And if you feel an insane amount of courage and you feel safe, then stick up for them. Let the person know that it's not okay what they're doing. You don't have to get in the middle of the fist fight, but you can stand up and use your voice to fight against bullying. Man, this has been wonderful. So Amber, how can people keep up with what you're doing? Shameless plug time
1: okay so again I have a business that's called stand and cheer company you can find me online on Pinterest and then on social media on like Facebook and Instagram and then again part of that is what I'm is what I've deemed the stand Academy that has a portion that is for targets and parents because what I've learned is it is a team effort it's a family yes. effort to get these kids through this yeah. I'm creating one that's called stand Kind which is a separate, Part of the academy that is for all teens and all children to teach them how to be safe online, to teach them how to be kind online, and to teach them how to set boundaries and what's appropriate and what's not. So there's a lot of different aspects that are coming under that STAND acronym for this bully prevention intervention focus.
0: I love it. And all those links, her her social links and her website, that'll be in the show description. So go check her out. She is amazing. Make, um, yes. And if you want your daily dose of positivity, make sure to go follow me at bulliesbe.gon. Go make sure to go follow Save the Kids. All that is going to be in the show notes as well. If you have any questions about speaking engagements, um, go ahead and email my, my girl Liz, also in the show notes. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an second hug, and I'll see you on the next one.